Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash Entitled People, where people believe that they can do no wrong and they're owed anything and everything because they're special. Like OP's mom in this episode, who demands her own daughter's freaking liver because I raised you and you owe me. Guys, listen, this episode's gonna leave you shaking your heads more than ever, so please get comfy because it's a wild ride. I hope you guys enjoy the stories today, and do remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. This first story was sent to me by Robin C. Robin says, Hi Fluff, so I need to tell you about my entitled mom for a minute. I hope this story makes it to your channel for all your viewers, as I could use the advice, since I don't have a Reddit account and I just want to post it here. So I'm 18 years old, and in the last year, I moved out of state for school. And in that time, my lovely mother found God. Now, I have no idea what happened. We were never religious at all growing up, but in the past year, my mom became a huge religious nut. Like, over-the-top brainwashed. So I came home this past Christmas after being gone for a few months to have my room basically ransacked and cleaned out. All my Harry Potter books, anime DVDs, mangas, and any movie that has superpowers were thrown in the garbage. Literally. My mom even went as far as tearing down my posters and donating my collectible statues, all without telling me. Long story short, Christmas wasn't a good one. There was a lot of crying on my part, and a lot of screaming at my stupid mom who thought she was entitled to throw away all of my things. The woman who bought me those things over the years. Now, the reason that my mom did all this is that she recently lost her job, and she fell on hard times. And she believes, no, she's convinced, that the devil's been in her house, referring to my things. Now, of course I screamed at her that she was completely insane, but she argued that because I collected these items all these years, that I drew negative energy into the house and she had to get rid of the demons. My mom even went as far as blaming me for her and dad's divorce four years ago, as I used to listen to Slipknot and Dressed Emo. Apparently, finding God has opened her eyes to all of this. Not only did she purge my things, but she did the same to the rest of the house as well, and also my uncle. My uncle told me that she tried to purge his house, and he told her to F right off. I'm thinking about going no contact with her since I'm gone away for school for a while. My family's trying to talk some sense into her, and my uncle's convinced that she lost her marbles, but we have no idea what's going on. I'm still fuming writing about my entitled mom. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say that you can believe in whatever you want. It's your life. And I also want to say that please... Please guys be respectful in the comments. I don't want hate or people attacking others in the comments. Because I know religion's such a touchy subject. I will however say that in my opinion, this sounds over the frickin' top. Now I personally know many people who have found God later on in their lives, and they don't do anything near as insane as this. In fact, a lot of them actually became nicer and more loving human beings. I might have to agree with your uncle on this one, Robin. (laughs) Your mom might have lost her marbles, or she got sucked into some sort of cult or something. And it sucks so much that she felt that since you were gone, she needed to purge all of the things from your bedroom. I don't even know what to say to this. So while we're on the subject of parents just feeling entitled to giving their kids stuff away, listen to this one. 
So growing up, my parents gave every single pet I've ever had away. I don't know why they would even buy them, just to get rid of them months later. I had a pet kitten when I was roughly 9 years old that we only had for one month. They got her from the pet store with bowls, food, etc. And one day, I come home from school and it was gone. They said they got tired of buying stuff for it and that she was really smelly so they gave it away. I remember them buying her because I was lonely and I wanted a friend. I love that cat. The second time, I was a bit older. I'll say 12 or 13-ish. Well, they had a bunch of turtles that they gave away after a year or so. They didn't even do much, so I'll never understand why they felt that they were a burden. I was the one in charge of cleaning their water and feeding them, and I'd let them roam the house and put them back afterwards. They were happy. I also liked decorating their containers to make it look tropical again. And one day, I come home and they're gone. Now the third time, we had a hamster. I was about 17 years old. It was a gift given to my brother, but he didn't really like it and he didn't bother to name it, so I did. I named it and went out and bought it food and a rolly ball thing so he can get inside and roam the house. So a week goes by and my parents notice me taking care of it. My mom tells me, So you know why he doesn't want that thing, right? I say I don't know, and she goes, His ex-girlfriend gave him that thing. He probably gets sad every time he sees it too, because it reminds him of his ex-girlfriend. At this I tell her, well, he saw me playing with it, and he said it's cool, so I want it. He seems fine to me. She just gave me this mad look and goes, well, we're getting rid of it, because we don't want him to be reminded of his ex for no reason. A few days later, the hamster was gone. It was a very affectionate little thing too, and he used to come to me when I called for it. My dad used to make fun when I called for it, and to this day, when he feels like being a total piece of crap, he'll mimic my voice and try to call for the hamster. Now, to add extra burn to the wound, my father said he gave it to a foreigner who likes eating hamsters, so he'd take it for free. Now, the worst part of it all was that the only pets that lasted long were my mom's pets. She had this parrot for years, and she made it loud and clear that that obnoxious loud bird was her pet. She would buy it toys and perches on the walls for it, but she would also tell me that I needed to clean the cage for her. So one day, it was summer, and I open the cage and that dumb bird flies right out the open windows as my mom was cleaning the floors and airing things out. My mom ran outside and then came back inside and she screamed her head off at me and demands that I buy her a new parrot immediately. She then chose one that was like $500, and I was a broke college student taking out loans to make ends meet. I told her, I'll buy you a parrot when you give me back my kitten, my turtles, and my hamster. And she said I was crazy. She whined some more, but she never brought up her parrot again after that. Man, OP's parents are such terrible people. Who the heck buys pets for their kids and just takes them away whenever they feel like it? And just going through the comments, guys, a lot of people have reported their parents doing the exact same things. It's so crazy. This person says, oh my gosh, this happened to me too. The worst time was when I was about 9 years old. I had a dog, 3 outdoor kitties, and a gerbil that I got as a birthday present from my parents. Well, one day, my dad loads us all up in the van, took us to the middle of the country, and made me dump them all out in a field. As he drove us away, my dog chased the car for as long as she could, and he makes jokes about it the entire time. I bawled my eyes out. When I brought it up as an adult, he said he didn't remember that, and he's sure he didn't make jokes. Like, I wouldn't remember such a traumatic event. Like, yeah, your dad doesn't remember doing that, but he can clearly remember not making jokes, right? Like, some people just suck and don't deserve anything in life, guys.
So let's see if I can keep this short and sweet. When I was a kid, my mom was a pretty awful parent to me and my siblings. My mom was resentful, a little bit of a bully, never hugged any of us, and mainly told us how we ruined her life. You get the picture. Great mom. I moved out at 17 to keep my sanity. I'm 28 years old now, and never had much of a relationship with her after moving out, as she never once admitted that she had done some really messed up things to us. My sister's married and she's got two kids. My brother's divorced with three kids. So one day, I get a call from the hospital that my mom managed to drink her liver out of order and she needs a transplant. All of us siblings were found to be a match. So my sister and brother, once they realized that cutting out a part of your liver isn't risk-free, they backed out. I was told that I have something called situs inversus, meaning that my organs are abnormally placed, and that it would make the risk of surgery higher for me. 4% risk of death within 2 weeks of surgery, and high risk of other awful stuff happening. And of course, a 100% guarantee that my mom's gonna drink that liver away too. Now everybody in my family's telling me I should do it, because I don't have kids, so who cares if the risk is high? Now this really pissed me off. My family never valued my lifestyle, as I decided to not do the life script. I bought a cabin in the wilderness in the north, and I work from home, so I rarely have to leave my lovely little hideaway. I also make enough money to live the life I've always dreamed of, but apparently that doesn't count, since I don't want kids. Now, another thing. So my mom, who never cared if I lived or died, suddenly thinks that she deserves my liver, because she gave birth to me. Now, the fact that she spent 17 years making me feel like crap is irrelevant, because family. And kids are a gift from God. Honestly, F them all. The doctor also said to me, well, it is an increased risk, but your mother needs a new liver, and at least you don't risk leaving any kids behind. Now at that, I was so stunned that I forgot the entire Swedish language, and I just sat there. Like, what did I just hear? Who's gonna take care of my pets if I die? My mom? Mm, no. My mom says to me, I gave you life, so you should do the same for me. After all, I gave you my best years, you know. Raising you was no joke. Like, yeah, she also gave me two fractured ribs, and one time, I came home from school when it was a blizzard outside, and was locked outside of the house, and had to smash a window with my hand to get in, or freeze to death. Now, I can't believe I even tried, that I agreed to be tested as a donor, as if she would have magically changed. I'm leaving the city tonight, taking the train north, and will hopefully be back in my cozy home tomorrow. When the doctor calls to hear my decision, I might not even pick up. Okay guys, so a lot of people in the comments are telling OP to not give up her liver for her mom because you know damn well that if OP was in her mom's position, mom doesn't sound like the type of person to return the favor. And as for the doctor, like what kind of medical professional says that to someone? So your mom needs a new liver, and at least you don't risk leaving any children behind. Are you even allowed to say that? Seriously though, you can't just drink your liver away and expect your own child to save your life, mom. Especially since OP mentioned that her mom would probably destroy that liver too. OP's mom was an abuser and OP owes her absolutely nothing. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't, right? <laughs> hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. 
I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, for a bit of context, last weekend was Liberation Day in Holland, and many cities were having festivals to celebrate. Most of these festivals have free entrance, so they tend to crack down on people bringing their own food and drinks to increase the profits from drink sales. So a mate of mine lives within the area where the festival is taking place, so we drop off our booze at his place and retrieve it during the festival. Now, since it didn't seem like a terrific idea to walk around with a bottle of JD, I mixed it into a 1 liter vanilla Coke bottle with just enough Coke that it looked like Coke, and went to the festival grounds. I'm assuming everybody's familiar with the common abbreviations. JD is my good friend, Jack Daniels. We've been through a lot together. So while walking around with a bottle of Coke, I feel a tap on my shoulder. Festival etiquette is to move over to the side to let someone pass, after which I move along. I suddenly feel a hand grabbing my shoulder and trying to pull me back. So I turn around and I'm faced with a typical Karen. She says, Hey, where'd you get that? Pointing at the bottle. I tell her I brought it from home. She says, can my kid have some? Now me, not wanting everybody to know I had booze on me, say, Oh, um, they sell Coke over there. You can buy your kid a fresh cold one. At this, the Karen says, they don't sell vanilla Coke there, and he doesn't like the regular one. She then holds out her hand. I then tell her, well, if he doesn't like the regular one, I'm pretty sure he won't like this one better. Now, meanwhile, the kid's starting to squeal about how he's thirsty and he wants that one and Karen starts giving me a demanding stare. I then say to her, Okay, lady, I'm gonna be honest with you. This bottle is mostly whiskey, and I don't think it's a good idea to give your kid whiskey. Now, upon hearing this, Karen says, You are lying. You just made that up so you wouldn't have to share. Now, at this, I kind of shrug and turn away in an attempt to disappear into the crowd. When the kid grabs the bottle with both hands, wrenches it out of my hand, and makes a run for it, with his mom in tow. So I follow them, and find them just in time to see the kid take a few massive swigs from the bottle, after which he starts to violently throw up almost immediately. Now I figured the best move for me would be to stop pursuing the now vomit-covered bottle of Jack and Coke. So I decide to head over to my mates and mix up a new one. In passing, I throw Karen and I told you so, and make my way into the crowd. Within seconds, she charges at me and starts to attempt to take a swing at me saying, You poisoned my baby! Security! We're separated by bystanders, and a stall holder gets security, which questions both me and the woman. Karen then says to him, He gave my baby this bottle of poison and told him it was coke. I want him arrested. Security looks at me and says, Sir what's in this bottle? Now at this, I had to tell the truth. I said to him, it's a pre-mixed whiskey and coke, somewhat on the generous side with the whiskey. Security looks at me and says, and why would you give that to a kid? 
I tell him, I didn't sir, I was mostly planning on getting smashed myself to be fair. They thought it was coke and wouldn't believe me when I told them it was booze, and he snatched the bottle from me. What you're seeing here is just the result of a kid taking a drink before I was able to stop him. At this point, a bystander chimes in, confirming that he saw the kid snatch the bottle from my hand, although he hadn't heard the conversation. Security tells the mom to not pull that again, to take her crying kid to the first aid post, and instructs me to be more careful with the next batch that I'm inevitably about to make. Okay, so this entitled mom really needs to teach her son about germs. Now why on earth would you want a random stranger's drink for your son? Like, I'd understand if it was a toy, guys, or a laptop that your kid wants to play on, but this, it's someone's drink. Like, no offense, but who knows what the heck kind of mouth disease OP has, or what kind of sickness that he has, or whatever. And she's okay with giving that to her son. <laughs> like, Karen, does CPS need to be called? Seriously. So, back in 2003, my cousin began dating a woman who was smarter, nicer, and way more successful than he was. As the outsider looking in, I never quite understood why she chose to be with him. My aunt and uncle, my cousin's parents, never gave her the respect that she deserved. In fact, they despised her for being able to outshine their precious prince in every way possible. My cousin's chauvinism too would rear its ugly head, and he would pick fights with her over the dumbest things. One such fight that my dad and I witnessed was him telling her to not accept a job offer that would pay her double what he was making at the time. And yes, he's that entitled. So about a month after that, my dad receives a call from her tearfully telling him that my cousin had left her for another girl. And what's more, that he did it over the phone. She said she knew who the other girl was and that she was probably with my cousin when he broke up with her as he could hear her voice. Now they had been together for two years and this apology for a human being didn't even have the decency to break up with her in person. As expected, my aunt and uncle defended their son. According to them, this was obviously his girlfriend's fault for not knowing her place and how dare she act better than their son. Now my cousin's new girlfriend couldn't hold a candle's wax to his ex in terms of talent, brilliance, and accomplishments. But she did stroke his ego, and she didn't threaten his super fragile masculinity, so he ends up marrying her and having a kid with her. Fast forward to now. My cousin was laid off from his last job, and the circumstances of his dismissal are not known to me. My cousin ends up getting a new job. Now, what I found out is that the boss of his boss at his new job is the woman he betrayed and humiliated years ago. I can only imagine what this is doing to the sexist a-hole within my cousin, and I can't help but smile when I think about it. Dad's still in touch with one of her uncles, and we decide to get her number and get in touch with her. So yesterday, my dad and I FaceTimed with her for nearly an hour. She asked about my life, and I told her all about my job, my boyfriend, etc., and she said she was happy for me. She told us she'd been happily married for 8 years now, and she has two daughters. She looked confident and radiant. I then jokingly asked her how she planned to punish my stupid cousin. At that, she laughs and said that she'd probably thank him for breaking up with her and making her realize that he wasn't right for her. Her smile was that of someone who has completely healed. Someone who can say, thank you for doing what you did to me, my life is better because of it. My justice boner was raging the whole time, and the sense of pride and vindication I felt was almost overwhelming. She had won, and she bloody well knew it. You know what they say guys, the best revenge is to live your life well. I'm so happy for OP's cousin's ex. Like, ecstatic. Being with a guy who doesn't support you, and instead suppresses you and keeps you from your full potential is so toxic. 
Like, what a giant baby that guy was. How dare you make double what I make? I'm gonna break up with you and find a girl who will worship the ground I walk on. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard at the stories today. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, an entitled Karen demands OP take down his security cameras because she doesn't like being watched as she trespasses. Check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.